0: Welcome back to the ABCs of ERP and beyond. This podcast is all about enterprise resource planning software and how it helps with running a business through a dedicated system. If you're new to the world of ERP and are looking to learn about how it can provide reliable inventory control, accurate bookkeeping, real-time data analytics, amongst other features, then that's where this podcast comes in. We discuss things like business process, best practices, ERP technology, organisational change management and everything in between. My name is Peter Nicholson. My whole career has been around ERP, um, different parts of the business and different departments, everything from sales to ops to finance. Um, And I'm just a technology nerd. So I love um, talking and talking about ERP. So that's where I come in. And I couldn't do this without my fellow co-host. And he is our ERP expert. Mr. Narav Shah.
1: Hello. Hey, Peter. Um, Yes, my name is Narav Shah, and I'm located in Chicago, Illinois, and have been around ERP my whole career. Um, I own and operate a small boutique ERP um, reseller um, bar uh, here in Chicago. We resell Acumatica and Microsoft Dynamics Business Central. Um, I've been through it all, have implemented in many, many different industries, uh, ERP solutions. I'm really happy to be able to take all that experience and share it with those new customers and new uh, folks that are interested in this technology that is really emerging, um, blowing the doors away uh, out of, you know, traditional business software essentially now, you know, because the price points are so low and uh, being able to have access to such a strong platform to run your business on. I'm really excited um, and uh, happy to talk about this topic um, to the to the listeners. So I'm um, looking forward to today.
0: Good. And what we've got in today's episode, what's coming up?
1: So today we're talking about the silent powerhouse, how ERP systems drive efficiency in the Omnichannel, specifically for the retail e-commerce space, right? Um, Everything is now moving in the direction of online shopping. You're talking about online customer experiences, D2C, direct-to-consumer. We all know of the B2B, B2C concepts, right? Business-to-business, business-to-consumer concepts. Um, But the core of all this and the shift uh, in this omni-channel, the retail e-commerce experience, is that the sales process is changing you know, not a lot of people, companies are using big catalogs anymore. Remember those big, big catalogs that, you know, they're distributing out via mail or, you know, people would grab somewhere or another and order from 1-800 number and, you know, have a dedicated sales rep and, and order from there. Well, a lot of that's kind of move, moving away from that concept and going to a online experience where they could do everything that used to, have a few people be required to support um, in terms of put, placing the order, making sure they got a tracking number, making sure they had a return label, right? Uh, making sure there is enough inventory. All these things that used to, you need to have people make that decision and relay it back to the customer could all happen online. So that that kind of original sales model is shifting now, all going to you know, the e-commerce um space essentially. So what does that do? Right? It gets the manufacturer, it gets the distributor closer to the customer, directly to the customer, right? You get better feedback. Maybe you increase your margins, right? Because you get with the way you use that feedback. You're able to go ahead and deliver faster to the customer, right? Than having those few extra days or weeks You need to take in the order, prep the order, and then fulfill that order, right? It all happens very quickly now, directly from the website, straight into your um, business management system, if done correctly. So, you know, uh, out of all this, right, with that whole retail um, e-commerce experience with the customer, what happens is there's challenges on the inventory side. And with inventory, if that's not accurate, no matter how much and how seamless your website is, or how seamless your... Shopping experiences is, but if the customer is getting the product late, if the customer doesn't know how much inventory you have available, right, it's going to cause that customer to have a bad taste in their mouth and they might not come back and reorder from you again. And the competition is fierce. In the retail e commerce space, you have to be agile, you have to be fast, you have to have probably the best customer service. Think about the best companies in the world right now, right, have set this precedent for even smaller retail e commerce. Can we talk about Amazon? Right. You, 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 Amazon's the biggest one. Like you can't, if you can't do two day delivery, you, you can't, you can't sell. You're not going to be able to sell to the customer, but you just like, that's like entry fee to be your online retailer, to be able to provide two day delivery, at least here in the States, for sure. Right. If you can't have proper customer service, right. If you don't have a, if you don't have chats, right. Being able to you know do customer service directly online, the consumer does not want to talk to somebody. They want to do everything electronically right so what does that do that puts the burden and the onus on the distributor the manufacturer to make sure your back-end process are correct because because you have to be able to supply um, and react real time to that to that customer experience essentially so that's kind of what we're talking about i know i went on there a little bit there but it really is changing it's shifting you know the whole experience is shifting the whole inventory management side of it is shifting because you can't just you know you can't just store inventory now you have to be closer to the customer you have to, you know, you have to be able to provide, you know, proper and reliable inventory numbers back to your different platforms that you sell on, whether that's going to be eBay, uh, Shopify, whether Amazon, right, or Etsy, whatever these pl- platforms are. You have to be able to um, provide that reliability to the end cons- consumer.
0: So let's start with the with the top ten. So what are the types of challenges that retail businesses are facing? particularly in inventory management, like today?
1: Yeah, you know, I think the biggest one is the real-time inventory tracking. We've done probably a few episodes on, you know, the dangers of tracking inventory via Excel, right? Yeah. And, you know, a lot of maybe smaller companies are just starting out, um, could maybe get by with it, but the, if the intention is to grow and the intention is to get bigger, right? It's probably not the right idea to start off with Excel. Uh, you want a connected system, business management system, like in a you know, full end-to-end ERP. So when you have an order that comes in from the retail e-commerce space, let's say Shopify or BigCommerce or you know, WooCommerce or wherever you're hosting your website and you having your website, your customer experience, well, that order real-time comes into your ERP and you could fulfill it, right? And even before that order comes in, the customer knows with a reasonable degree of accuracy that there's enough inventory to fulfill my order so I can expect the delivery to come on time based on the date that's specified and the way you do that is to have real-time inventory tracking so if your inventory is accurate in your back-end system with the receipts that you do with the shipping that you do with all the inventory movements you do inside your warehouse but that ERP that's keeping track of that inventory the perpetual inventory is accurate you're going to be able to accurately then send that information across to all your other platforms, so that's going to create consistency through um, and reliability with the customer shopping experience essentially. So that inventory tracking is probably the most crucial, and it has a bunch of other effects to it that it avoids, you know, shortages or your stockouts essentially. Where if you're keeping track of inventory, you're you know, accurately you're avoiding your stockouts. You're avoiding you know surplus inventory, overstocking potentially, right? um so a good inventory system will allow you to be more just in time, be more accurate, you know avoid you know disgruntled customers in that in that e-commerce experience. so um it's probably I think right at the top of you know of uh, inventory challenges is the challenge of keeping real- time inventory for a lot of these retailers.
0: And When we say real-time inventory, what's an ERP doing differently than something like some Excel-based logic? So what is it about ERP that, that solves these issues that we'd otherwise have?
1: Yeah, well, first of all, when an order comes in from a sales order and you have on, a, on the ERP side, a purchase order is received in, when well, you see the full view, the ERP sees the full view, it shows that there's a demand that came in. And there's a supply that's going to take on the demand, right? So you immediately get some sort of reconciliation of that information in real time to make a decision. I need to order more for the next month because I anticipate more of these orders coming in or I have enough that I don't need to order anymore at at this moment, right? So you get this immediate feedback of orders coming in that, hey, they're going to be fulfilled and... Here's that inventory that's potentially going to be used to consume that that demand that's coming in. Instead of having to kind of run calculations in your head, ask two or three different departments, right, to first update the spreadsheet because they may not have updated the in in receipts that have come in that day yet, right, with the orders that have come in that day, and then you see it. But by that time, might be too late because you may have missed a cutoff for you know putting out a purchase order to a vendor uh, for that day, if you're able to get something real time. So now you got to wait an extra day, right? Because a vendor can't deliver, you know, within 24 hours, so on and so forth. But you get that true connection of, you know, orders being allocated to inventory, right? As soon as they come in.
0: Okay. So I've got like my warehouse guys, for example, are receipting in, uh, inbound stock at the same time as the sales team or customer service team are allocating inventory against sales orders. So outbound stock. Yep. Um, that sounds pretty automated. Is there a way that we can take that further? Like, how do we then trigger, um, you know, restocking? I guess.
1: Yeah. Can yeah. Do that? No. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's that. That's the, that's. I think the next point that we want to also mention here is the ability for ERP to automate the reordering process and the restocking process, because most ERPs will have what's called a planning engine, right? you talk about MRP, MPS, right? Materials requirements planning or material or master production scheduler or forecasting for that matter, right? And actually there's tools out there that are advanced forecasting tools. So based on the data model or the model of forecasting you want to do, it will predict for you what your ordering pattern should be for your inventory based on historical trends, based on seasonal trends or whatever that is, right? But yeah, absolutely. Right. Think about you're taking away that uh, the need for, you know, someone that has that tribal knowledge saying, hey, you know, we always order 500 from this vendor every single time and we're just going to order that. But is that is that really true? Do you really need to do that? Are you carrying more inventory than you need to? You know, that 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 then in turn means that you are maybe having a, a fewer inventory turns. Right. So You're sitting on your inventory longer. Potentially. So that means you have have a higher inventory holding cost at the end of the day, where instead the ERP could say, hey, yeah, well, you know, you could order from these vendors, but you'd relatively get this on time because your vendors are nearby. You order now, you get within a week. Don't order 500. Order maybe 100 at a time, right? Mm. Because free up your cash flow.
0: I've had something similar before where the people, you know, for example, a warehouse team might historically recognize what looks like low stock versus enough stock. Um, And I've had it before and they've been saying, look, Pete, we are running low. We've only got 500 boxes of this stuff. We know this customer takes 1,000 boxes a month. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, that's fine. You're used to that. But my ERP is telling me otherwise. Mm -hmm. It's telling me it's on a continuous downward trend. The customer is not consuming as quickly as they have historically. And therefore, my inventory really should flex with that. Yeah. Um, You know, it may well be for years and years you're kind of used to a thousand boxes. doesn't mean that's correct for today.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the power of the ERP is also the real time ability to analyze your order history against items, your order history against customers. So think of, you know, like you just mentioned, Peter. I want to know what my trends are for my items. What's my lowest performing item right now? Why is it lowest performing? Where you could just click on the item, look at the history, filter on shipments or invoices for that item, and really quickly see the customer, the date, the quantity, right, the cost, the price that you've transacted with that item in history. Maybe quickly export to Excel or quickly export it to a pivot table and now see your trends. See what's going on with me, yeah. right? You can't do that with Excel, right? Without without having to really, really have like probably the most probably the developers of Microsoft Excel in the room to quickly be able to do that for you, right? But <laughs> but you know it's you know, that's the power of ERP is that you could get to that data real fast and and adjust your business to continuous to be profitable. You could you could pick up the phone and call your sales rep like, hey, how come, Mister Sales Rep, Missus Sales Rep? How come this item hasn't moved? Did you not call this customer? Did you not visit them, you know, every three months like we had, you know, that we that were supposed to? Did the customer come back and say something that they don't like this product? Why don't they like this product? How do we get this product back out there and being profitable again? I
0: right? think also you going back to the thing with Excel, exporting to Excel and then analyzing the data. Yeah that works because you can trust the data source. Exactly. I think if, if you end up, if you're logging inventory and logging sales manually, uh, for instance, there's always going to be that case of, do I trust this data? Yes. Is this data complete? Has, you know, John Smith entered his last week's sales data? I don't know if I'm missing anything.
1: Yeah, It's yeah.
0: not that trustworthy and it's no like hit at anyone. It's just, that's, the detriment of doing things manually. Whereas if you've exported it, I know that I run every single sales order through my ERP. So I know the data is complete. Okay. So that's where we, I know we've discussed this before that Excel has a purpose. It always will do, um, you know, forget chat GPT and open AI and copilot and all this stuff, we're still going to be using Excel in 20 years time. Okay. Um, but it's the fact that Excel isn't the source of the data. We are extracting from the source of the data, the source right. of truth, the reliable source of truth. It's using the right tool for the right job. Exactly. Um, the process. Excel isn't the process. The ERP is the process. Mm-hmm. The business process. Excel is the analyzing of the outcomes of that process. I guess the outcomes yeah. of your business.
1: Yeah, exactly. Now let's take that even one step further, Peter. Right to say, with that same example that we've been kind of talking about, is that an item hasn't been selling and now we know it because it's come to light because we're able to quickly analyze that data through the ERP maybe we want we need to go ahead and quickly update the product description on the website right maybe we need some better pictures of the product on the website right now you could quickly adjust that from your ERP to the website to make that item marketable again right or maybe the item needs to be upgraded, and then you have to order a bigger, another version of it, whatever the case is, but the possibilities are there once you have a full connected system, right? Mm. So even if, right, uh, that, that you found that this is a slow-moving item, right, and you found it because of the way you're tackling your inventory and in your ERP, being able to analyze the data correctly, now you could adjust and adopt and, and, and get the right resources on this on this issue to make it profitable
0: essentially Mm -hmm. or
1: pull it from the website maybe maybe you just need to pull it because you're not you're no longer going to use it and then you also realize like yeah you know how much we have in inventory that's an accurate number what the erp is reporting and you just kind of scrap it or maybe you want to mark it down on your website just to get rid of it do like a flash sale right but you could trust the numbers in the erp now and and make that decision on how you want to go and market that and price it onto your website
0: hmm you mentioned something earlier um it, uh, you said seasonal demand so how does this uh work in an in erp inventory management point of view because it might it's not just a downward trend if it's just a downward trend we go okay let's phase this out but how do we differentiate between well it's a downward trend because it's coming out of season but we know it's going to come back up Um, can we analyze this
1: yeah absolutely so you know that's um, the the example that I generally use, and I use this when I usually go through forecasting training with our customers. Um, is a toy manufacturer, and toy manufacturers think about their business, right? They don't have customer POs in the beginning of the year. They have probably some strong demand, right? That they have maybe have some really good interest, strong interest in their products. But the POs don't come in until closer to September and October, and they got to deliver that in like November, right? In order ready for Christmas, right? That's probably their biggest selling season, right? You talk about quarters, maybe quarter four, so they need to create a seasonal forecast, saying that you know we need to start manufacturing or buying the first two quarters of the year, so they want to load that that seasonal demand as a forecast in anticipation of delivering the forecast towards that later part of the year. And the way you could do that effectively is by having a system that could essentially house that historical data so you could see year over year within your ERP what the manufacturing order fulfillment trends have been ordering trends have been. So then you could more accurately define what that seasonal demand is. So you could be ahead of, right? The demand, take advantage of lower, lower, lower cost of raw material, take it, take advantage of lower cost of labor, right? Be more efficient by, by being able to properly, um, properly schedule the plant floor, right? You don't have to run three shifts. Maybe just run one shift because you're now able to plan for four months or five months of everything they need to deliver at the end of the year. So, so when you could do that, you're just going to be a lot more profitable, and that experience back to the customer is going to be more seamless. Because in all reality, they probably expect you to do that anyways, Right? And you know how sometimes they say "fake it till you make it," right? And sometimes customer, you know, your your customer might not know that you're running around with your with your head cut off, right? Because you weren't able to plan far far in advance for all the for all the for all the material that you had to or products you had to deliver when the delivery time came. You somehow made it happen, but when you do that somehow, I made it happen. You probably lost money. It probably wasn't efficient. It probably was you know a lot of costs that went down the drain. Right, whereas an ERP system could keep it all more in sync, make it all kind of real time, makes it all understandable. You could ask, you could ask question A, right, and you get answer B. It makes sense. You have the data to back it up that's sitting in your ERP system to make the pro- proper business logic changes, right, or business decisions you need to do, and back up the spend that you need to do for that first maybe six months of the year to you know create a forecast to maybe hire a few extra people to get that raw material in when you actually really don't need it, um, work out and negotiate better deals with your vendors, right? So then you can fulfill that customer demand. That's going to come in from your website, you know, at the end of the year. So seasonal yeah. demand is huge for retailers, right? Um, out there. So, you know, just some, some companies that are probably very, you know, even keeled throughout the year. That's fine. You know, um, you still could use forecasting, uh, forecasting is a very valuable tool that's available in most ERP systems. But' for seasonal inventory management more especially forecasting is important
0: yeah, I don't I think they're completely dependent on independent on they that the seasonality versus opportunity to um, cost save on raw materials, as you said, it might be a forecast to build more inventory ahead of time before expected increases. There might yep. be a trend that says it might even be seasonality on your raw materials, not yeah. just on your finished goods sell. Sure. Um, there's the certain periods of the year where certain raw materials tend to be cheaper, uh, and then you, I, I assume you can start to drive these insights, um, of where purchases might purchase, um, you know, bill of materials, right. Lists, um, according to when things are cheap, right. When it's cheap to make. Um, and then you, it doesn't matter tying up extra cash and finished goods, um, That's one area, but it makes sense to do that if you're capitalizing on uh, low costs of raw material. Exactly. Um, Let me change direction slightly here because we've talked about numbers on the screen for a a lot of this. Um, What impact does ERP have in physical inventory for a warehouse operative or for a warehouse manager? Uh, What's the benefits of an ERP for... Can we optimize... Our warehouse physically?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, a more efficient warehouse means overall you're going to reduce your warehousing cost. Okay, so there's a couple things here though. We talk about ERP and real time inventory control is a little bit more challenging when you have to be closer to your customer. And think about it customers have to, your customers are everywhere, right? When you're an online retailer, in the omni-channel, your customers are everywhere. You're going to have customers in Arizona, California, Chicago, New York, Florida, in the UK, right? Um, everywhere, right? You're have customers everywhere. And in order to be successful, you need to be consistent, right, in your shipping, in your inventory control process. Now, the closer you are, that creates challenges because you're probably having to have satellite warehouses. Or maybe you have a pop-up warehouse. So pop-up warehouses are essentially, you know, you are renting space, like a very small space, just to use as a warehousing, uh, just to use as a shipping center for you, right? You're sending goods from one centralized warehouse to there, right? Um, Or use 3PLs, right, Uh, which is a third-party logistics that, you know, you're sending your products to a third-party logistics because they have warehouses. In strategic locations and spaces for you to ship goods out to customers. So we talk about efficient warehousing management. Some of it is in your control, some of it is not. Right? And what's not is the ones that you give you give control up to three PLs and pop-up warehouses. Because you're just sending product there and you're paying a flat fee of what their warehousing um, overhead costs are that they're charging you. Okay? So you're not controlling that warehousing flow. But you could control your own warehouse and where you, where you actually physically stock goods, right? And you control the movement of goods within that warehouse. So you may find that based on the orders that come in to your ERP, right? There's some orders that require more, you know, stocking or some orders that require stocking closer to the shipping dock versus other orders or products that could be a little bit further away from it. So you could optimize the picking flow based on order types or volume of orders that come in from your retail e-commerce websites, right? Understanding, you know, what you're selling more of, what you're selling less of, and being able to optimize that picking so you could respond and ship to the customer faster. Right? But that's the stuff that you gather with an ERP system. It's understanding when things are coming in, you know, I want to be very fast at turning over this specific inventory because this is our highest selling item versus our lowest selling item versus our highest cost item versus our lowest cost item, right? All these different variables in between how we manage our inventory, but you need the data. And the data comes from your ERP to be able to create that effective warehousing flow. Mm-hmm. So you could create an efficient, efficient process on the warehousing side. You don't want your material handlers to, you know, run around the warehouse, you know, go in the front first, then go in the back and then go in the middle and then go in the front and then go in the back, right? Yeah, I mean, everyone needs their steps in every day. I get it, you know, I get it. Everyone wants 10,000 steps, but, right? Every step costs money in warehousing. So we need to reduce the number of steps. (laughs) Yeah. Right? So it's important because when you get that data that comes in your ERP, then you can make these decisions that are going to effectively you know, lower your warehousing costs, increase your profit margin, right? That's the name of the game.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, as soon as you started saying about the, having multiple sites, most multiple warehouses, um, and if we introduce 3PL as well, uh, sounds a bit risky. So how do we track things like loss prevention? Basically, I'm trying to say, how do we stop people nicking our stuff before we get to sell it to a customer? Can we yeah. spot trends? So like, can we have some alerts to patterns of
1: well, stop being th- stolen? I th- well, I think the worst price of the worst uh, way, the the worst way to man- monitor or or see that you have shrinkage or loss is not knowing about it. Right. And with an ERP system, you at least will be able to track it. Okay. So the ERP system is not right. It's not going to come out with, with a set of hands with handcuffs and, 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 <laughs> and tell somebody, okay, uh, you know, you're under arrest because you've taken something from us. But you need a the starting point is being able to measure it and to track it. Think about Excel. You have an Excel spreadsheet. How are you going to manage it? How are you going to track it? Right. With an ERP yeah. system, at least you could try to track it or or identify it by a cycle count or physical inventory process. Yeah. And be able to say, Yeah, the system is reporting fifty, but we only have twenty five. Something's happening. And it's here. every
0: single time that <laughs> this person's on shift. <laughs>
1: yeah. Right? You can start track you can start honing in on it and eventually figure out the source. But if you don't have an ERP system, it's like it's like finding a needle in a haystack, right? What are you going to have, cameras yeah. everywhere, right? With no yeah. with Just trying to catch somebody in the act instead of doing it more organically, first yeah. trying to solve it, saying, hey, guys, we are looking at this now. We're counting this, right? Let's make sure this doesn't happen again. And I bet you when you do that, that loss prevention number, that shrinkage number is going to go down. Hmm. Right versus the I think this
0: thing. So I was going to say, I think this is uh, this is another thing I hadn't really considered about Excel because you're probably going to default to, ah, oh, we just did stock camera. Yeah, like exactly. when you're managing it manually, we're going to go, ah, this, must have someone's some uh, an Excel newbie has uh, done something wrong in the <laughs> Excel file. You know, you're yeah. not going to immediately go ah, it's theft.
1: Exactly, oh, yeah. exactly, exactly. But you could logically start deducing you know that hey something is going on with this item why are we you know month over month always short right instead of having more right more is probably not a bad thing right maybe someone missed a transaction but having less right it's Hmm. hard to have less because once you enter a sales order quantity an order that comes in from your retail e-commerce site that, order, that that quantity is locked down as it's going through picking and shipping unless somebody mm-hmm. purposely opens that sales order again. Yeah. So, um, right, you need to have a good system in place, especially inventory system, to be able to even have that conversation, like how big is our loss, right, in term, or shrinkage or who's stealing what or, you know, where should we start a conversation at because um, you don't have that. It's just, you know, maybe it could be the blame game going around which you don't want to get into.
0: Yeah, that's a really interesting point, and I think we should probably wrap it up there, for part one. Um, some really interesting points from what an ERP can do in terms of seasonality and real-time stock tracking, and the uh, we're just finished with the loss prevention. Um, don't forget, part two is coming up. Part two is where we discuss more cost savings. Uh, is that part four,
1: technically? Oh, nope, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: cost savings, um, waste reduction, sustainability. That's a big topic I know um, out there for everyone, really, isn't it? Um, some other benefits, and then we'll uh, wrap up. Um, and I'm sure next episode, I'm going to mention something about AI. I'll get AI into every conversation I have.
1: I get there.
0: Good. Thank you for your time, Narav, uh, and I will join you. Thank you.